Well, hello, hello, hello. Yeah, we're live. Yes, yes, we are. Is this is this heaven? Uh, yeah, so keep it a secret. Ooh. Okay. This is the first episode. Um, I don't know where to go from here, but let's just go. Well, you know how we are. We usually just uh, just go with the flow. Well, Danny, we've been been buddies, good buddies, good friends, best friends for almost what going on eight years, seven, eight years, almost ten years, almost. I'm not really good at math. We've been friends for almost ten years now, and. How did we meet? Uh, at work. Yes, we we worked at Victoria's Secret. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. We got all the girls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Overstatement for some. Anyways, yeah. Yes, that was. Uh, why'd you pick Victoria's Secret? I was just gonna ask you that. I don't think I've ever asked you that. Uh, I really don't think I ever asked you that question. Well, I'll answer it real quick. Yes. I didn't pick Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret picked me. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, I I needed a job because I was at the, the current job I had at the time. Uh, the business went out, went under, so I ended up going to the mall and applying to every single store. From J.C. Penney's, Robinson's, or no, not Robinson's, May wasn't around anymore, but every store, Forever 21, mm-hmm. Foot Locker, everything. And Victoria's Secret was the only store to call me back. And uh, I had a kind of a weird interview. The, the woman interviewing me, she seemed kind of shy. And then I thought that interview went terrible, but I got the job. And uh, the rest is history. You know, everyone doesn't know this, but Danny's first job, he was a fluffer. (laughs) (laughs) Just letting it, just airing it out. He was a fluffer. Yeah, don't uh, don't Google that. (laughs) Google that. Google that. But, no, let's get serious here. Um, I applied because I was with a friend of mine at this movie theater job that I was working in Monrovia on Myrtle. You know, she was just tired of working there and it was a weekend. She asked me if I wanted to hang out and, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Um, I'll go with you. No problem. And yeah, the first thing was Victoria's Secret. She wanted to try it out. Uh, I didn't think I was going to apply, but after hearing that a buddy of mine well, a buddy of hers, a mutual friend, uh, Milo. I was told that he used to be a stock boy. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, I remember Milo now, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, all right, you know what, might as well. I can, you know, what, what can happen? You know, so might as well apply. I applied. I didn't think I was going to get hired. I didn't even think I was going to get an interview. But, if, uh, you know, I bullshitted my way through the interview. I was like, yeah, you know, I was a lead in my movie theater that I was working at. When really, I was just a floor associate. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, fake it till you make it. That's what I did. Yes. And what's interesting is is every time I was at work uh, during a shift, well, not every time, but maybe like every other day, a woman would be like, I didn't know that men worked here. Surprise, surprise, I didn't know either. (laughs) <laughs> I got that too once in a while. I yeah. didn't know men could work here. And so when like, I f- get with the times, lady. When I first started there, I was one of three guys that worked there. And um, it was a weird experience as being a teenager working at Victoria's Secret. Was this before I started? Or were, yeah. was it like during about like the same time? I started... Uh, about two years before you. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I already, you know, did my rounds and earned my stripes. Uh, 
and then slowly more and more men started getting hired there and i think by the time you arrived there was maybe about six or seven guys total i don't remember them i only only, remember you well yeah because i'm the most handsome so makes sense (laughs) but i remember agreed this it was (laughs) it was me you and one other person on the sales floor for men and that was it I, I don't think I've ever worked with another guy besides you, to be honest. I'm just letting you know. And I would not call you by your name. I really didn't know your name. So I, I knew it started with a D. And it, I was like, Damien? Which was close to Danny, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just how we hit it off. Yeah. And you, we didn't start really hanging out. Like, we would talk at work. But other than that, we didn't that hang out. That was pretty much it. I had yeah. a I had to wait to see how cool you were working. Yeah. Test the waters. Test, yeah. I remember you, you invited me to a party, and I was like, nah. And then the girl I was dating at the time broke up with me that same night that you invited me. I remember. And I was like, you know what? I initiated Screw that breakup. It. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, no. We We hung out one time before... <laughs> that and it was a laser tag we went to go play laser tag together for some reason and my ex-girlfriend came with us i don't remember that and i'll say it again like i said earlier all of this drinking and other stuff that i was doing in the past kind of just stayed there and i'm a new person like now, <laughs> which I am. It's, it's not even that. It's just you killed all your brain cells. No, no, no. I just, I blocked all that. Those I suppressed all those memories and I'm just like, nah, I'm not bringing anything up like that ever again. Yeah, it's a good way to deal with trauma, right? That is what our generation does. Yeah. Wait, no, you're a boomer. I'm not a boomer. I'm, I'm, I'm what am I, Gen Z? No, you're a Zoomer. <laughs> what an asshole no but when we first started hanging out what see what i would do is any job that i would start you know just to get to know everyone and plus me living at my grandpa's house you know we had the big yard so it was like you know invite people over get to know everyone and just you know just have a good time and that's just that's how I was, you know. I I would that's how I would make friends, and you know sometimes it would it wouldn't work out. You know, there's some people who are like, "Fuck, dude, they are not cool hanging out and drinking. Like they take it a little too far." Yeah, and I remember learning that real quick with new people that when I started venturing out with you guys. Oh yeah, we kind of we try to expand our circle and. It only got. It tight. only got yeah, because there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, scandalous people in that in that uh, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, but that comes with the territory of any workplace with young people. You know, you don't have to be serious as a person when you're just trying to hang out with everyone. You know, it's like only be serious when the time is right. Yeah, you don't have to try to be too intense. Yeah. Like, and it's like you know we're here to have a good time man like just chill out you know nobody's nobody's trying to start stuff with you did you ever have an awkward customer experience at victoria's i had a few i think i've had a i had a lady return some uh some used uh merch no no tags no no receipt and it was just something where I was like, uh, yeah, I've never ran into anything like this, especially with used merchandise. Was it stained? <laughs> <laughs> Taking it as a Oh, man. I, 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 I want to say yes. Yeah, I, I would say yes, it was. But I'm sure we've all, any cashier, we were cashiers. Any cashier at BS, I'm sure, ran into that problem. Yeah. But 
yeah i've had i there there was more there was other awkward experiences like i've had i helped this lady with her really buff boyfriend and he was holding her with a leash i remember this <laughs> i was just like um yeah i don't think we have any of that you know sort of stuff here i, I would try spencer's let the record show that John is kink shaming. <laughs> no, no, I'm all about the kink. Shoot out, I, I, I get tied up. I'd let someone tie me up. Oh, well. but I cramp easily, so I'd be like, all right, two minutes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna uh, put alligator clamps on your nuts and hook it to a car battery. Oof. Oof. Hell no. Sounds like, sounds like a Tuesday night. It does not sound fun. <laughs> Now, I remember I had one lady ask me for help. And then I'm like folding stuff as she's talking. And then she just reaches around and pinches my my tush. Ooh. And she says, you like working here, huh, Junior? Ooh. And I felt all the blood rush out of my face. I was like, this is before me too. <laughs> oh, my but, God. Uh, I'm a survivor. But I... And, <laughs> From that day on, like I always knew what it felt like when guys would come into the store and creep on the girls at work there. But man, just having the blood rush out of your face is a weird feeling. Well, you were sexually assaulted. I was. That I'm a survivor. Is, oof. I'm I'm sorry, man. I mean, you know, if you need a I, shoulder to cry on, I, I'm, I joke I'm about it because that's that's how I cope with it. But eh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't the worst thing. In the world, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was uncalled for. I've never had an experience like that. I I yeah. did have an experience where I was actually helping someone, and she told me, "Wait a minute, are you gay?" Oh, and I said, uh, "No," and she kind of like her eyes just got huge, and. She was red. She she was like, oh, I am so embarrassed right now. Um, can you can you get someone that is to help me out? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, lady, whoa, that's uh, that's kind of rude to you know have me yeah. go and get someone that that is. Which you know we did have a few, which you know they were cool cool guys. But yeah. that was that was a weird experience for me. That that like you know I wasn't it wasn't butt grabbing or anything, but it was you know like like whoa like I've never heard anyone actually say that to someone. Yeah, you I know? got the I got the gay question a couple times. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that. Oh no, no. I I think women of a certain generation used to assume that only gay men work there. Which is yes, which is why. You know, it comes back to when women would ask, like, I didn't know men could work here. Yeah. But it's like, hey, what? You know, like I said, again, times are changing. I had ladies make vulgar remarks about me to other girls. Really? There. Yeah. They said something along the lines like, mm, I'd like, like a piece of that. Ooh. And I was like, well, sh- hey, respect, because they know a good piece of prime rib when they see it. <laughs> damn look at you man you a pimp I, I, you know I used to be handsome I don't know what happened Stress. hey 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 you still are damn what was your favorite part about working at Victoria's Secret favorite part about working at Victoria's Secret was I think from the time that we we're working there. I think I think I started in 2013 up until 2015. It was just like the group of friends that were working there. You know, we'd all go hang out. We'd all, you know, we'd go hang out at a friend's place, drink, and the discount. The discount, yeah. There was there was a, was a good discount. Good sense of uh, of camaraderie with the. Uh... Everyone working there. No, it really was. It really was up in you know, it was like those few two good few years just hanging out with each other. Mm. Uh, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is when you work at the mall, 
you get discounts at other places. Oh, well, certain places. Yeah, the Wetzel's Pretzels was my spot. Sbarro was my spot. I, I remember <laughs> you'd go all the time. I knew you by Every day. I went to Wetzel's Pretzels so much that they knew my order, and they'd see me walking, and they'd already have it ready. Oh, look at you. And Like uh, Sinatra. And there was uh, someone who worked at Wetzel's Pretzel that ended up working at Victoria's Secret. Uh, they hopped over, and they remembered my order. And the fact that they remembered my order knew I had a problem. <laughs> well, if you were going every day, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, Pretzels Pretzels is actually pretty bomb. I'm not going to lie. It, it is better than Auntie Anne's. I'll say it right now. Ooh. And I'll fight right. anybody who disagrees. Oh, I would love to see this fight. A slap box with pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that was your favorite thing about working at BS was the discounts at Wetzel's Pretzels? Well, just the discounts at food places in general. Wetzel's Pretzels <laughs> was just good because it was the closest thing. For a 10-minute break. Yeah. That turned into 35 minutes when, <laughs> when no one knew that, that you would get out of the get off of the register to go on break. Yeah. Which was nice. I'll say management, though, was pretty lax during certain eras. But, man, some people could be Debbie Downers. Yeah, yeah. There's There was always a time where if a certain person was managing or leading, you know, morale would go down. It Even if, like, you know, checking the schedule every time we left, it was like, oh, man, I'm calling oh, out. Yeah. I remember that. One thing I, I did... <laughs> I, and I remember I used to be annoyed with a, a manager and it wasn't until they left and got replaced with someone who was worse than them that I really did truly appreciate what they did. Oh yeah. It's, it's, I think we've had that about four times within those four years of working there. Damn. You had four years. I had almost eight years. Jesus. And you know, what's funny is that a lot of people, would say, oh, John's going John's gonna to work here forever. <laughs> and you were the first one out. That was the first one. I was like, I'll prove you guys wrong right now. I thought I was going to be a lifer just because it was all that I knew. Hey, you know, it was, we had to grow up sometime. I will say that the health benefits, the insurance benefits were better at Victoria's Secret than my current job now. Were you full-time at Victoria's Secret? Yeah. Really? I was a full-time, uh, what do they call it? I always thought you had the full-time title, but part-time hours. <laughs> oh, well, during certain times of the years when there was no payroll, yeah, everyone was a part-time employee. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you live off that? What was the longest shift you ever worked at Victoria's Secret? Well, I think the longest shifts we've ever worked was during... Uh, during graveyard, which was our what midnight shifts, mm-hmm. not even midnight shifts, we'd have to go in when the store was closing, would be like nine o'clock and start, you know, taking off old products, rearranging the walls. And you know, when I first did that, I thought, oh, okay, four hours, cool, we're gonna get out of here. It's, it shouldn't take that long. Man, I was there till <laughs> from 9 p.m. up until 9 a.m., 10 a.m., sometimes even almost till 2 in the afternoon. Graveyard was a terrible thing. Oh, that was a terrible time. That was I the one thing I hated about that. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I went in at midnight, and I didn't end up leaving until 1 a.m. Thanksgiving Day. So I worked a 25-hour <laughs> shift. <laughs> and, and you miss it, huh? My, no. <laughs> and, and when I looked at my paycheck that after that pay period, I was pissed. I was like, damn, I forgot about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we've all had that experience where it's like, oh, I worked these many hours. Uh, and then we get the check. It's like, dude, I was expecting to get like seven, eight hundred bucks. It was like four, three hundred dollar <laughs> checks. Yeah, it was terrible. Well, during my pay rate, you, you know, I, I understand you. You liked fluffing certain managers so it was just kind yeah. of like like damn lucky him where do I sign up <laughs> <a totem pool. laughs>
I was receiving a supervisor's pay uh, when I was when I left because I was a, a supervisor at the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And two years later, no, not even two years later, like a year after, the incoming employee, like the lowest rung employee, was making what I was making as a supervisor. <laughs> I was so pissed. See that that that's how how like my current job now I'm in construction maintenance which you already know the previous job before that when I start it was in Glendale the same thing happened to me uh they started me at like 15 bucks right and then not even 2 months in uh these three new guys got hired and, you know, they tell you guys don't discuss pay rate and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, nobody listens to that. You know, fuck that. And I asked one of the new guys, I'm like, yeah, man, how, how much are you getting paid? Did they, did they start you off at this? And they're like, no, I'm getting paid 18. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Like, what the? This guy, and he was pretty much doing the same thing I was doing. I'm like, what? How does that work? Yeah, you know, private private sector doesn't like you talking about your pay because that that's know. how that's why I ended up leaving. It's like yo, you know, I, I'm you know I'm busting my ass and stuff like that, and you know, but I was there for almost two years after learning about that. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, and then after you left, the company went under. It did. Mm-hmm. You know that's why? Because I was the star fucking quarterback at that company. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, you motherfuckers want to do this to me? We we always had jobs that paid more than minimum wage. And that's how lucky we've been. See, that, yeah, yeah, that is, that you know, that's true. And Every job I, I've had, I was always, you know, uh, a dollar or two, you know, ahead of everybody. Do you think you can live off of $15 an hour in L.A.? I was, I was, I, I moved out of my grandpa's place and we, we got, I got this apartment with a, with a friend, a friend that we were working with at Victoria's Secret. And I don't know how I did it. I had a car payment. I had credit card bills and rent and the utilities. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm making $15. How how the hell am I surviving on my own? Well, which, you know, wasn't on my own because I had a roommate. But you would think because you're working, you're you're making $15 an hour, you wouldn't be able to survive, you know, even if it's with a roommate. And I always thought like, wow, dude, I'm, I'm going to be short on rent. That was fantastic. I didn't even know how the hell I was doing it. I was like, where's this extra income coming from? Well, I, I could tell you because you never came out to eat. <laughs> we would go places and you wouldn't show up and you'd be like no nah, I got food at home no it would be more of I gotta wake up early to get to work <laughs> because I fucking had to drive to Glendale and the 210 every fucking morning was hell especially heading out there yeah and you know what it's only gotten worse on the 210 freeway like there's just too many people in LA now that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't come to LA. There's nothing here. There, there's better things out there than 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 the landfill that LA is becoming. Like, go go to Idaho. The you know what you know what makes me chuckle is that everyone's coming to LA, spending all this money buying these nice places, and in my head, I, all I can think about is all that's gonna go to waste. When this big ass earthquake hits, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you came to LA for no fucking reason. Fuckers. Yeah, that's, what, that's what people don't realize about LA is that before, when we were growing up as teenagers, LA was affordable. Oh man, dude, listen to this. I have five brothers and two sisters. My mom was the only one raising all of us in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. I 
give her props because she was working part-time. Honestly, I didn't even know where she was working, but, well, you know, growing up. Mm. And I was probably like six, seven. And thinking about it now, it's like, damn, dude, you raised seven fucking kids, you know, in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. You would think, like, you would think, how the hell, you know, is that possible? But it was easier back then for everybody. Yeah. And that's what nobody understands. It's like, they, they're they still living back, you know, in that time period. Like, damn, dude. Like, how how does that happen? Like, like now, like, if, if, it, if we were 20, you know, our, what, 20, I'm 29, you're what, 35? If we were around that, if we were around during that time, I think we would have already had our own place, like our own house already. Oh, you know? Yeah. If we were making what we would make there oh, yeah. to inflation, it'd be cheaper because I, I'd be in never... Sierra Madre right now. Yeah. I'd be drinking <laughs> mimosas. Oh, hell yeah. The inflation just outpaced wages and wages never grew and now we're here. So, like, like I always tell Big Daddy Frank, "Welcome to the suck." Like, I was just thinking the other day. I was like, I was like, you know what? We're doing good. You know, we haven't had any problems other than those pandemic, but we're doing good. You know, Ooh, fucking pandemic, dude. That, that my plans up. That did hurt because. I was drinking and eating junk food every day of the of the 2020 year. And I used to be in good shape. I used to be in good shape. <laughs> I, would, I would have to agree you were you were in pretty decent shape. No, 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 I was in pretty good shape. I was I was almost like Arnie when he <laughs> was close. when he was Mr. Olympia. No, when Arnie, Arnie when yes. he was like probably 7. <laughs> but yeah this pandemic man it kind of ruined well it kind of it ruined everything yeah it ruined a lot of people's plans and fuck like honestly I didn't have any plans uh, I would go with the flow like if you guys invited me to go out to like a concert or something I'd be like okay I'll go that's one thing that fucked me up I, I had a concert to go to <laughs> yeah, you it's did. Like, I remember at Dodger Stadium, yeah. Which supposedly it's still on for this July, but we'll see. Well, you know, a lot of stuff changes, just like the weather. Yeah, I I was trying to get us some Dodger tickets today since single tickets went on sale, and nothing, so and then. nothing, which is pretty upsetting. But you know, I have faith. I I, I think we'll get we'll be able to get some for. You know, hopefully next month. I'm podcast, keeping my fingers crossed. This podcast title is going to be titled "I Hate I Hate LA." <laughs> I hate LA. Don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just yep, how we are. Coming man. from fucking God knows where to come be TikTok fucking superstars, and it's like, no, just go home. TikTok from your house. Don't come to LA. TikTok, I think, is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard and whoever thought of it is just an asshole. Yeah, like we had Vine growing up. <laughs> and 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 Vine you had to like hold down the, the button to record yourself and you had to catch someone's attention in six seconds and that was it. Like you couldn't catch it, you're fucked. Bring back now, Vine. These fucking kids do like a two step and move their arms and they're like Overnight fucking sensations is like how sway how I don't have the answers, man. Uh, neither it's, do I. And, and it's TikTok and and now OnlyFans. I think oh, is the yeah. best way to make income. If you were very, you know, if you if you're attractive, if you know, semi-attractive, no, if you're, even, even if you're even... if you're ugly and you got a nice body, you know. Here's the thing: is is there's no excuse for being broke in 2021. You can make an OnlyFans. 
it doesn't matter what you're into. You have feet, you rub them in jello. Someone will pay for that. The thing is, you can't have shame <laughs> if you have an OnlyFans. See, I would make an OnlyFans. I would. But I just don't want to. Because I will break the internet. Because <laughs> well, nobody's, nobody's going to pay for your paywall to, to see your photos <laughs> of you. Uh, they're going lo- to love seeing me sit on cakes. <laughs> Jesus what kind of dessert you want me to sit on this time uh, okay but you gotta subscribe Jesus well look yeah, what happened yeah. with that bad, bad baby Barbie the, chick whatever the hell yeah I man love, that's the catch me outside girl yeah 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 that's that is that's crazy you I, know she wrote she rode that wave and I thought it was gonna crash but hey she's doing better than me so shit. props to her I, I, if I had a catchphrase too shit I'd, I'd be using that all the time <laughs> but you know what can you do man the internet always always helps someone out the internet always wins yeah the internet is the best tool and the worst thing for mankind. <laughs> like, which is why I won't make an OnlyFans there you go <laughs> Like uh, and anything that's a that's a, a great tool also will always have the potential to be something toxic to 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 human like gun uh, phones like cell phones like yeah I can make a phone call to anybody from anywhere and now fucking people walking with their heads buried in the damn fucking phones. Yeah, I I, I kind of t- I took a break for a while. I would catch myself. I'm like, damn, I'm back and forth from Instagram to Snapchat. Snapchat yeah. to Facebook, Facebook to freaking Facebook Messenger. <laughs> one <laughs> one thing that I saw that Apple did with the iPhone was they put an activity tracker on your phone so you could see what you were spending your time on. And the amount of time I spent on some apps was unbelievable. I, I didn't even realize that I would spend like 30 minutes scrolling through a feed on social media. It's like that's a, that's five percent of your day right there done. Just see when that first came out, I just started the new the new job. Uh, the boss's daughter was the one that was you know training me and stuff like that, and she's the one that brought that to my attention. She was talking about the tracker, you know, checking out like how long you're on each app, and it was one time she she. You know, she let me know, like, oh, this is how long I've, you know, I've been on this app and this and that. She go, and I didn't know, I didn't realize it. She, she was like, well, can you check yours? I was like, uh, I don't know how. She, so she showed me. And when I said it, she goes, oh my god, what? <laughs> like, the face she gave me, she gave that face was like, do you have a life? <laughs> and I'm like, uh. I was like, yes. Uh, so that's when I took the break. I was like, yeah, you know what? There's really nothing on here. It's, it's either, you know, someone posting up pictures of, you know, babies and, you know, someone getting married, someone buying a house, and it's like, dude, I don't want to, you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm happy for you, but, you know, how does that help me? Yeah, and that's the same thing. It's recycled pictures from Coachella. I've seen the same thing over and over. I don't need to see World Star or well, no, Who's Gone Wild is a must though. I, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's crazy. You get all these people posting. You know, it's it's like how do you get a video or pictures, you know, at the right place, right time? Because I I can't even do it. You know, somebody see somebody running down the street trying to you know like chase after some birds or something, and they're all you know strung out. Hey man, you know that's what can you do? What can you do? You're either always on your phone or you're just always on your phone. That's true. I'm on my phone right now. Well, because we are actually being productive. Yeah, <laughs> we're making magic. We're making what does Cardi B say? Money moves. We're making that wop. That wop. <laughs> Now that was a, I, I I can't even I don't get me started with that please and I brought the it what? up <laughs> the what <laughs> yeah man 
Jesus, <laughs> that that video and that song is like really you're empowering, oh, no. wow. Wow. empowering. Wow. Oh, really? No, no. I don't know. I I do think that parents should want be invested in what their kids are learning and listening to, and if your kids listen to the fucking WAP, nah, that's not it. <laughs> See, it was it was okay for the first three minutes of. Of, you know the song, but then after I was just like, "Yeah, this is, yeah, this is this is annoying." They're, nobody's creative nowadays. I guess that's oh, no. creative. Mumble rappers too. Jesus Christ, uh, it drives me nuts. Lil Dicky gets a pass, even though Lil, he's not mumble. Yeah, he doesn't mumble. Anyone who who can enunciate their words while they rap, they they get and a, put thought into it. Yeah, they get a they get a pass. Anyone who just mumbles, strings along a a, a weird obscure melody. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But sure. hey, I'm I'm sure we be- can do something like that. Well, they're doing better than us, so. See, that's the thing I get jealous about. It's like, damn, I could have made a damn three minute song with just, you know, random <laughs> mumbling. I'll, I'll give you. I'll play devil's advocate here. You could have, but you didn't. Yeah, because I don't want to freaking end up like six nine Takashi six nine or or Lil Lil Zan or whatever the heck their names are. And would you snitch on your friends to get out of jail for fifty years? No, I take that. I take that, and I'd stay. That fifty year sentence. Get labeled a rat your whole life. Damn. I'm surprised he's still alive <laughs> after doing all that, especially with the bloods. Woo. Dude, he, he yeah. has. You took a gamble. Has, he has over a million followers on Instagram still. And I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, it just shows you how people are sheep. That's just what happens when you drink purple drink every day. Yeah, it melts your brain. <laughs> you don't know what's right or wrong. And his raps aren't even that good. <laughs> I've never heard any of his raps, and I don't want to. I, I've never heard a full song, but I just know that he like screams and yells. Then we could have definitely made a, a better rap album. We should. <laughs> that, that's what we'll do. We'll, we we'll, still got time. We'll, we'll make a rap song and we'll put it on the on the podcast. All... Let's get back to this LA thing because I want to touch base on this LA thing real quick. Let's do it. What is the best part of LA, and what is the worst part of LA, in your opinion? Best part of LA now? Yes, now, right now. Uh, see, that's the thing. I really, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that. I haven't been to LA in almost fifteen years. Like down that area when I used to, live, I lived in East LA, growing up in East LA. I was there when Blood In Blood Out was filmed. Uh, freaking uh, Me Familia. So I know all those areas. Growing up. In that during that time, bad, but it wasn't out of control like how people say it is. There would be times where you know, mom would be like, "Don't be walking out, don't be coming home late, you know, don't be staying out late. You come home when it starts getting dark, that sort of thing." But I knew, you know, friends growing up with friends, their families were you know part of the gangs and stuff, so they knew who we were whenever we'd hang out with everybody, you know, nobody would walk up like, Oh, where are you from? That sort of thing. It's like, Oh, Hey, what's up? fool? <laughs> <laughs> so now I really can't say, I would say, you know, somewhere around uh, South central and all that's probably still bad, but I would say around the echo park area, it's all gentrified. Yeah. Now, because I grew up in Echo Park too, and that was bad. That was where it's like you better not, you know, don't go out at all. <laughs> I remember I was dating a girl, and she wanted to go to a concert out in Echo Park at the Echoplex, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not going out to Gang Gangville over there." But I'm not a bitch, so I went, and I was waiting in line outside the Echoplex. And there was white people who I've never seen in Echo Park walking dogs at like 9.30 at night. 
I was like mesmerized. I was like, what happened? Echo Park lost its edge. They pushed everyone out. Yeah. You know? Slowly but surely. Like when I moved out here, I was 17, 16, 17, then graduated. Then I was 18. You know, I still got my license and I would drive out over there. And, you know, with the friends I made here, you know, it, it was every other weekend they'd have a party out there and, you know, Whittier, um, you know, Montebello. And, you know, I'd be like, hey, you guys want to go, you know, you know, meet different people, you know, in different environment. And right away, no, what the hell? Why, why would we go out there for? It's, it's bad. That's, you know, it's like, dude, like, how, it's not bad at all. But, you know, I get the sense that they've never left. This you know this area, the San Gabriel Valley. Yeah, yeah. San Gabriel Valley was always a very well protected like little bubble of suburbia. See, that's where, this, like thinking about it now, it's like okay, I you know I get it. You know, some people don't like leaving their comfort zone. It was when they would go to Azusa. I'm like, yo, you could <laughs> you could have went with me to L.A. It's, it's freaking the same thing. Yeah, maybe know? worse. <laughs> it, yeah, it, I've heard it was worse when I was out here. They were like, "Oh, watch out for Azusa, man! It's crazier there." I'm like, "Well, I grew up in you know East Los and you know Boyle Heights area. I think I can handle that." But it's a different atmosphere because I've, I've I've been to a party out in Azusa, and I was just like, "Like, damn, dude, this is." I was like, "I thought LA was bad." <laughs> yeah, I would I would run around Highland Park as a kid, which. Yeah, still East LA, um, but when you come back, you realize like, as long as you mind your p's and q's, you keep your your head low, and you don't look look for trouble. You ninety nine point nine percent of the time gonna be fine. And plus, just, yeah, no, and plus, we we're not the type to like seeing how it was. We weren't the type to you know start any trouble, and the way we were dressed, especially the way we were dressed, it's like, why is some dude going to try to start something with somebody that's wearing skinny jeans, you know? And fucking paleless shoes. <laughs> skinny jeans, some DCs, <laughs> chucks or whatever, you know, Vaz, and, and you know, wearing a bun-up, flannel, and, you know, semi-long hair. It's like, yo, like, why are you going to try to punk a rocker? I, I remember one time I was out in, it hadn't have been Highland Park. I was on York. I was on York in Highland Park. And I'm walking and minding my own business and I'm wearing some fucking emo band shirt. And uh, this little Cholito comes up and he's like, hey, you're like a rocker fool, huh? I go, oh, shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah. He goes, oh, what a little, that's cool, that's cool. And just went on about his way and I was like, that was bizarre, but... I didn't get that out in Monrovia. No, I would say it's funny because Monrovia has it's like its own little bubble. And then you go to Duarte, that's its own little bubble. And then Azusa, same thing. But I've never had anyone, you know, try to start anything with me here when I was out here. I was like, damn, dude, this is a change. Cause... Yeah, I remember me and my buddies were walking on Myrtle. And Monrovia, little downtown, old town area, real nice upscale place. And this like little Mexican kid just starts banging on us, and we just kind of stare at him. And it was like, yeah, I don't think you know where you're at, Playboy, but all right. And just paid him no mind. It was a little middle schooler, and we were what, maybe like sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> we're about to. Jump I'm gonna get my here. lawyer on you. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Make sure you clean up after yourself. Don't drop anything on the side. <laughs> I can see you like that. Excuse me. Um, Honestly, I call... feel like you get punked a lot. Me? Yeah, nah. you're the type of person that would get punked a lot, huh? Nah. I, I feel like it. Nah. I, I, I could kick your ass. Nah, dude. I would, I would fucking wreck you. <laughs> Every time I try to fight you, you never want to fight me. You're scared. You've you've never tried to fight I've, me. I I texted you one time drunk, hey, let's fight. And you were like, you know, nah, 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 I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to fight today. I remember it's that time on the month. <laughs> on your goddamn twenty first birthday, 
you got so belligerently drunk. And you didn't do anything, Sway. I wasn't about to beat you up when you're drunk. (laughs) I just remember you got a little too belligerent and I shoved you and you started getting emotional about it. Well, yeah, dude, I was drunk. And you ran away and then you ran into one of the things that lets the cars in and out of the parking garages and you clotheslined yourself. Yeah. And it was poetic. (laughs) (laughs) So, see, you'll let other things fight me, but you won't fight me. I'm not going to hurt you. Oh, my God. You'll not because I, me. not because I can't. It's because I, I don't want to. We're gonna have to settle this, man. I'm gonna have to call you out, Jake Paul. We'll ben Askren stuff. We'll go body then. Bring your stopwatch. <laughs> we'll go body for for eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go bloody knuckles first, and then we'll go body. Yeah, we'll go body in the boys' restroom. <laughs> yeah, man. But that's just. That's just how it was. Times have changed, and everyone's everyone's too emotional now, and everyone's too serious. That's why I say, man, watch what you say around people, and you know, just try not to get caught up. But watch what you say on your podcast because they'll cancel you. They'll even they'll cancel culture. <laughs> we'll hold the record for uh, getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even First. make it an hour. <laughs> so let's start brainstorming some ideas for this next podcast because uh, this was just like a little trial run. Um, we know somebody who who got run over by a car. I wonder if they would be up to do a podcast and be interviewed, like just talk about their traumatic experience. Talk about, you know, their experience of, of what happened and their stay because they stayed in a hospital during peak COVID time. That's the thing, though. It's it's I don't know if you want to bring him into that. You think he'd be comfortable talking about it? Oh, we could ask. I don't I don't want him to have severe PTSD, you know, Vietnam type flashbacks. And no, I, I actually don't. I don't think he, he does get PTSD because he jokes around about it sometimes. Yeah, but maybe he jokes around about it, but then he starts thinking like, damn, that shit was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns around and is like, damn. <laughs> just keep it together. That was funny because when we went to lunch and he's trying to convince his wife about getting a motorcycle. And she says, no, he goes, it's all right. I'll just break the other leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's something to talk about, but you did say that. I've never been in a crazy accident like that. I had, I did fracture my ankle, but uh, and I was drunk, oh, so I didn't know. I didn't, was, yeah, I didn't feel anything until the next day. We, we got to save that for the next podcast. Yeah, we'll, injuries, we'll, injuries we next. Injuries. And we'll see, we'll see if, uh, if that person wants to hop in. I, I, I think he, I think he'd be interested. He, he I think he has a lot to offer to that story yeah because i got really banged up at work uh at victoria's secret i had a real bad injury <laughs> i think i remember i texted you at time like hey you want to drive the u-haul <laughs> out of random <laughs> i think and I, I i forgot i think i was drunk at the time and, and i could this day oh man that, i I, oh I hate driving u-haul trucks because of that accident and i wasn't even driving you know what makes me laugh about that story is whenever you tell it, <laughs> all I can picture you is just hopping out of the driver's seat <laughs> and running back to the store. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't driving though. That's the thing. Oh shit! I thought you were driving. No, I was in the passenger seat. Oh man, I wish I could. I if I could give anything, I would love love to have been on the sidelines watching that happen. And. You know what was funny <laughs> is that the guy driving got mad at me, and I'm like, I wasn't driving, you were. <laughs> I love people like that. <laughs> yeah, he, oh, he had a. I had. I think I had worse injuries than him, but uh, I could just picture you guys in that car just getting banged up, like like Inception <laughs> when they're all like floating in the car when they get hit. Exactly. With just some freaking somber music playing in the background. <laughs> I think I think oh, we should call man. it uh, right now, and then we'll uh, well let's call this podcast. All right. Well, it was uh, it was nice uh, 
was nice chatting with you, Danny. Always a pleasure. Um, we'll tune in again. Uh, we'll hopefully we'll have a special guest. Uh, next topic would be uh, injuries. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a, almost an hour. No, it's good. It's good. You know, so injuries, injuries, galore. injuries galore. Well, there we go. And then uh, uh, excited to announce a special sponsor next podcast. Um, we'll we'll talk a little more about them. Um, so let's let's play it out with uh, a song. Well, what song would you like to leave everyone with? Well, how about we go with a song that you would like to choose today, and then I will choose one for the next podcast. Uh, Take it away, Danny. I, Surprise me. I think uh, I'm gonna go with uh, "Uneasy Hearts Weigh the Most" by Dance Gavin Dance. Oh. That one's a little jazzy, a little smooth, a little heavy at the same time. Oh, I love me a little heavy. Alrighty, well, we'll sign off on this one, and until next episode. Till next time, listeners. Be sure to uh, tune in and um, give us a shout. Follow our Instagrams uh, if you would like to see how we live and party it up. Yes, and then also, if you want to leave a voice question so we can add it on the show, go to anchor.fm.com, then search the Desperate Pleasures podcast, and then there'll be a little link for you to leave a a question, and we can answer it on the podcast. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, Daniel, I will talk to you soon. Bye, John John. Love. So, unfortunately, we had to remove the songs at the end of our podcasts in order to have them on other platforms like Apple and Google. Um, You can still listen to the songs that we picked. They'll be uh, cataloged on a playlist on Spotify. The link is in our Instagram page, so if you care to listen to them, um, just go ahead and give it a visit. There's a lot of interesting stuff on there, so thank you guys for listening, and hope you check it out.